This week on the podcast, we talk about the next generation of video games and also previous generations of video games, but also try not to talk about Moral vs. Boo. I'm Bob Rowley. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and about the next generation, apparently, of video games. My name is Dan Allen. I'm your one man sitting in a chair today, joined by another man sitting in a chair, Nicholas Cartier. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, y'all. Uh, it's a windy day in the Windy City, Detroit, Michigan, known for th- that title. Uh <laughs> So many things happened in the last seven days, Cartier. Have you, have you had your ear to the wind? Listening for the PS5 and the weird Xbox. Like, there's no console wars. Like, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but major companies have made major announcements this week in the game space. This week in gaming councils is brought to you by... Brought to you by Corrections. The Corrections music. Corrections, updates, and clarifications. There, there is one update slash clarification, too. I'm glad you said that. First correction, we had talked last week, like a lot of people who have podcast and watched the Star Wars stuff talk last week about what could possibly be in Jedi Fallen Order. We talked about stealth. Everyone's like, this is clearly stealth. It's like, don't get noticed. <laughs> Kyle's like, throw the hood up option, maybe? Interviews afterwards clearly indicate this is not a stealth game. There is not a large stealth stealth element of Jedi Fallen Order. And the gameplay is not... It's made in, like, an action. It's not... It's not going to be stealthy. <laughs> like, I guess you could stealth. That broke my order about that. <laughs> like, like, I mean, the AI technically works like that, but, like, you have a lightsaber, so you're meant to... I understand. No stealthing. I you can stealth. I don't think you get shaken down by stormtroopers. The lit mint stealth run of this game, Jedi Mind Tricks Edition. <laughs> it's real. Uh, <laughs> Jedi Mind Tricks Edition. Imagine a Star Wars game where all you're doing is just like Jedi Mind Tricks and just like stealth your way through. Like the pacifist run is just pure. Oh my god, so good. It's like sleuth your way. Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines Two coming. Uh, and then there's one more thing, Cartier. We can get through this real quick. In the Fantasy Critic League, there's not a lot of updates. But I just want to throw out that I have... I think I, this happened to podcast two ago. I picked up the final slot. I know you have one more slot to pick up as well. And Kyle's sitting with five. I might... I think something might have went through. Oh, I'm going to check it right now. You, you might have an update after my regret. Uh, and that's this, Cartier. So I saw the Borderlands 3 review, right? Yeah. And you could say I'm a... You could say I'm a desperate man, you know, looking for the the one. Looking for that one ninety plus game to get announced. The fact of the matter is Borderlands 1 and 2 were, did just fine. They did high 80s. Maybe see that creep, creep into the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh, 
but I regret it. I'm here to say on Corrections this week, I regret picking up Borderlands 3, not because I think it's not going to be a great game, because I fear the reviews. I fear the court of public opinion on this. I don't really care about the epic exclusivity. Like, I'm not a PC guy. It's like, it really doesn't affect me. I can't pretend to be affected by it. But there's been blowback, Cartier. Sometimes I pick things and you're like, are you worried about the blowback? Have you seen my list? <laughs> 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 but I'm officially worried about the Borderlands 3 blowback, for the record, with reviews. And I'm wondering if we're going to hit like 78. And you know I need a 90 plus at this point in that last slot. So I want to do, do a quick update of what everybody has. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, no, thing, things have changed. So, right now, Carl Weathers, Kyle, Kyle's he has Punisher. Anthem, Metro, Tom Clancy's The Vision, two. Gears 5, Sekro, Rage 2, Beyond Good and Evil 2, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Skull and Bones and Sessions. He has yet to pick up an, another one after that one. He He's at 36 good. points. He's doing pretty well. Yes, he is projected to win right now. Metro, not that affected. I mean, he got an 81. Maybe it deserved the 81, though. Yeah. Well, it's up to uh, 83 now. Oh, um, nice. Um, what am I to you? You have... Bit. Mortal Kombat 11. Orion, the Wisps of the Wind. Dreams. Mortal Kombat is coming, Cartier. I know. Cuphead. The Delicious Last Course. <laughs> Devil May Cry 5. Trials Rising. Ghost of Tsushima. Don't Judgment, Shenmue 3, Control. Oh, okay, that's oh. cool. Do I say Left Live? Mm, no. What a cruel joke to not even say Left Alive in that Because list. I have to say, Psychonauts 2, Wadham, then Left Alive. Uh, Super Mario Mako 2, and then Borderlands 3. And you're at negative 4 right now. Because of, I, I don't only have a lot of games out, and... Um, I have one game that's out. My other excuse... Uh, I got left alive. I got left alive. Alright, and for um for Nintendo, for me, I have Animal Crossing for the Switch, Pokemon Tro- Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. Days Gone, which is coming out fucking soon. Days. More comment. Um Super Meat Boy Forever. The Last of Us Part 2, not coming out. Biro Mutant, probably not coming out. Luigi's Mansion 3, Monster Heart Hunter World Iceborne has yet to come out. Which should be good. No, yeah. that's confirmed coming out this year. Shovel Knight, Expansion. The King of Cards, uh, Pikmin, totally unannounced. Pikmin <laughs> Ford, not coming out ever. Um, Elder Scrolls Blades is currently in its early open access. I've been playing it. Doesn't have a score on it yet. Yeah. Far Cry New Dawn. Sonic Team Racing. I picked up Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, I saw that. That's a good good pickup. And then for my last one that I picked up was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You picked up Fallen Order? Yep. Which uh, was riskier? It's a... Uh, it's Fallen a li- Order or Borderlands? Yeah, it's, well, it's a little risky <laughs> for me because it's the last one, so now like, I can't do anything else. But at the same time, like Kyle hasn't picked them yet, so it's like, gotta, gotta strike yes. while the fucking iron is hot. Because what if Fallen Order kills it? Yeah. Such a possibility. It might, it might not, it might not kill it in the stealth community, in the espionage. <laughs> but it might do just fine. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so interesting, Cartier. There's all these different games that I pick that are just not coming out. Yay, that's me. That's <laughs> oh boy. Like these these games where I'm like, ooh, I could have picked up that. That probably in the high eighties. Like, oh no. But. I can't tell Kyle about this because he's already winning. I know he's projected to win. We our lists are full. 
We yeah. have 15 games each. As a man, he, he has like, 10. As a man, like 30-something point, points in the hole from, um, whatchamahoosit. Man, Devil May Cry 5 and Trials Rising can't dig me out of the Left Alive hole yet. Still at negative 4 or 3. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, negative like 30-something points. As the guy deep in the hole, I gotta say, three houses, a good move. Yeah. Like, if anything's like a, a 90 plus, is a good one. And that is confirmed this year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, that's coming out. And then you have um, Mario Maker, too. True. I do have a few things I have faith in. Dude, Mario Maker's like... like, that's going to kill it. People have been asking. Like, people wanted a port of Mario Maker, and they're giving mm-hmm. them a second, like, version. Like Also, I mean, I don't want to say, like, nostalgia goggles, but once again, we're not even talking about, like, pure how good the game is. Reviews on, like, Shenmue 3 will be interesting to see, but, like, Psychonauts 2, I think, is going to, like... If it comes out this year, that's the only question. If it comes out this year, I feel like it reviews very favorably because the person reviewing that is probably going to, like... Like, if you're reviewing that at a place that reviews things, you're like, you're the guy that played Psychonauts 1 and mm-hmm. probably loved it. Just not a lot of people played it. See, what I'm saying is E3, Reggie comes onto the stage. <laughs> Pikmin? Pikmin 4 Shadow Drop. Oh my, I would... <laughs> I would love it, Cartier. Yeah. The f- one final thought I had on the Fantasy Critic League the other day is because I was listening to... Um... So I didn't know that Super Meat Boy Forever is not quite the same thing as Super Meat Boy. Meaning mm. that, like, it's now, like, an infinite runner. So it's not going to be, like, the same platforming. It sounds like it's going to be a very different game, just, like, in the vein of Super Meat Boy. It still might do very well. But I didn't even know there was a chink in this armor... Because Meat Boy Forever, I was like, oh, I'll just sequel to Meat Boy. Like, no, that's definitely not it. It's like an infinite runner now. You are not moving stick over. It's infinitely moving. That changes a lot about that game and shit. But then again, I don't know. People might still love it. Might still be great. Might still kill it. I had that thought the other day. This week in update things, clarifications. Cartier, are you ready? I'm just like hoping that just Kyle <laughs> just does not pick up any games. I'm not gonna keep reminding him. He's got a whole year. He'll probably pick some stuff up. And the thing is, we're gonna be out of slots, and it'll be like October, and he'll be like, "You were so silly. <laughs> like you didn't know that Horizon Two December Thirteenth release date, or if no one has something like Death Stranding, what a question mark Death Stranding is. Probably a long way away, but who knows? Who knows? Got here." This week in gaming, longest running episodic situation segment in the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast history, I would say. Yes. We're casually talking about what we played individually this week. Mr. Cartier, Nicholas, what did you play this week in the twig? This week in gaming. Well, first of all, this week in gaming was brought to you by corrections, updates, and clarifications. Yeah. And this week in gaming, I pretty much all I played was um, Apex over the weekend. Getting it in. Yeah. With Apex. No, I've been um, I've been trying to get more bold with like what I'm doing. Plus there was a patch update, so... Um, you had to check in. Well, so they nerfed the Wingman and the Spitfire, which a Spitfire is just like a fucking gun that if you put a barrel stabilizer on it, then it like turns into a fucking like laser beam of bullets that you can just like murder people with. Whoa. And... Nice. Yeah, it's I like it. But they nerfed it, but it's not like they made it like weaker. They just like gave you less bullets in your clip. 
Interesting. So, okay. like, I can't run around with, like, 18 bullets in this, like, handgun that does 90 damage <laughs> to someone's fucking head. Right. When they have, like, 100 damage and then they're dead. That's crazy. Yeah. Who's your main right now, Cartier? Had things changed? Who are um, you changing between? I use this character named Bangalore, and okay. she uses a smokescreen and has, like, a, like, fucking bombs that, like, fall down from the sky as, like, the ultimate that, like, I even fucking killed anyone with, ever. Mm. But it... I don't think it's meant to kill people. I think it's just meant to, like, create distance between, like, motherfuckers who are trying to kill you. But, no, I've been playing her. I've been playing that new character, Octane, because he moves fast, not, like, moving fast. Gotta go fast, obviously. And, um, I've been using Caustic, which has been the worst character in the game, but because of this update, they, um, I've been, I've been using them because, like, I just, like, throwing, like, the gas traps and shit and just, like, fucking with people. Mm-hmm. And, um... One of the things that they did in the update was were for the two of the characters they buffed um, Gibraltar, which is like this big guy. He's got the biggest fucking hitbox, so like a lot of people don't like using them. Mm-hmm. And like he's got like his passive is a gun shield that comes out, so when like you like do like the aim, he'll put his gun up. But then like there's like a shield that comes up here and here, and it takes out like part of his hitbox, but like it doesn't cover his face. So if someone's shooting you in the face, then like it's still doing double damage. But what they did was they gave them, a, both of them, a second passive called Fortified, which means they take less damage from bullets, mm-hmm. which in turn makes them tankier, but then they made Gibraltar's shield. Um, instead of being like 50 points until it breaks, it turns into 72 or 75 points. Yeah. So it's pretty much like having like another like body armor. Nice. And then for Caustic, they increase the damage of his gas. From like one point every one second to like three points every second, I think, or some shit like that. So he's killing people more, but those are the characters I'm playing as. Currently. Yeah, currently. In Apex Legends. For the most part. Brought to you by Respawn. Yeah. But, no, I've just been trying to do some like, more like, ballsy shit. I, I think I just might be getting better at the game, not good enough to stream, but it's good enough for me. Sometimes, when we talk about fancy critic Cartier... It's hard to get away from it, which is why I'm glad we came to Apex Legends. So yeah. I could then say to you, is your love of Apex Legends and Respawn giving you a faith in Jedi Fallen Order that has caused you to pick it up thinking you can beat Kyle Melville, or is it simply too big a threat? Was it too big a threat? Um, it's too big of a threat. It's because the, the team that's working from Respawn that's working on Fallen Order isn't the same team that's working on Apex. Right, right. It's true. When you're right, you're right. Yeah, but no, uh, it's like I've been do I've been trying to use um, like the throwable items that are all over the maps are pretty much like grenades. They have these like ninja star things that like explode in like a plasma like burst that like slow down people. Yeah, called um arc stars, and then they have like these thermite grenades that just like you throw them and it's just like a wall of fire, nice. like. But I've been trying to use those, and those have been getting me more kills because, like, instead of going into a battle shooting, I'm going into a battle and just whipping as many grenades and shit as I can. <laughs> just, like, in my, like, just, like, moving the control a little bit. Like, I'm not throwing here, here, here. And I'm just, like, looking at my screen. It's just, like, 88, 100. Absolutely. And, like, when, um, when you hit people, grenades. you can tell, like, if they have a shield on, it'll say, like, what damage you did. But then if it's, like... If it hit their shield and not their body, then it, like, comes up with, like, the shield and the color of it is what kind of shield they have. So it's good. I think it's good to, like, scout out, like, 
oh, motherfucker has, like, an extra 200 points that I gotta shoot. Yeah, that's interesting. But... Grenades used for scouting. Yeah. It's real. So I was playing with Benny the other day, and, um... He accidentally picked Caustic, and every time he picks Caustic, we just, like, get slaughtered hard. So yeah. that's, like, our ongoing joke is, like, when he's Caustic, he's like, alright, prepare to lose. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, nah, dude, like, Benny. not not this time, we're winning this one. We didn't win that one. But what happened, <laughs> what happened was, there was, um, there was another team, and we're inside this building, and there's, like, a car, like, also inside of this building, because it's, like, there's a big door, and it's, like, I don't know, it's whatever the fuck it would it's be in situation. that universe. Yeah. And... I'm, like, running towards Benny because he's like, hey, there's two guys in here. Like, they're shooting at me. And I'm like, okay. So I'm running in there. Okay, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I go to, I go to, I walk in there and the motherfucker kills him. And so I start shooting the motherfucker and he goes, like, around one side of the car. So, like, he's on one side of the car. I'm on the other side of the car. So I'm like, oh, I have the fucking, like, Arc Star Ninja Star thing. So I just start throwing those. And I kill one of them. I shoot the other guy and kill him. And I just hear Benny on the microphone. He's like, did you just fucking stick him with that? And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I've begun to throw things. Yes. I, I, oh, yeah, that's when I went through my explosion. Like, I began to throw a lot of things, like... I'm an expert in throwables now. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying a different approach. Though, one of the um, one of the last quick caps you did on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Litman Me on YouTube, uh, definitely, <laughs> yeah, the throwables was so strong. I think it was a strategy one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed how many, like, even though I didn't understand everything you threw. Well, like, it's yeah. like, if, um... It's great, but if someone, like, ah, if they're running away from me, and I throw stuff in front of them, then they have nowhere, in my head, they have nowhere to go, but, like, towards me, but in general, they can just, like, go right or left, or, like, jump over it, or just, like, run through that, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to explode, I'm just trying to kill people. It's real. This week, I'm killing people. Yeah. But, other than that... I haven't been playing much video games, so not really much more to talk about. So I guess I can say, Dan Allen. That's me. What did you dream about this week in gaming? Ho ho ho! so this... They, they don't get it yet. This week... They don't get it yet. <laughs> this week kind of ended my drought of not playing as many games. I feel like the last month and a half's worth of us talking is just like... I've had games to talk about, but it's like, it's like Oprah Din, and it's like Baba's You, and these are like one or two different days I'm sitting down to do it, but it's like, there's a lot in between if I'm just like, not playing anything. If you look at the PS4 screen right now, it's like, one of the last ones you played on PS4. Like, I Am Bread is within the last three. That's funny. <laughs> so that, that should show you that like, weird things have happened. <laughs> I'm like, what do I play? I'm like, fucking I Am Bread. No one beats that game. I hate it. That's not what I'm talking about this week. Um, I think I even talked about that one week. The cheese hunt. Yep. Oh my. So no. Early access. Creator early access to Media Molecules Dreams opened up this Tuesday. Um, which if it was the 16th, everything happened on Tuesday. Jesus, a lot of stuff happened. Um, this was the same day as all the other news we're going to talk about. <laughs> Dreams came out. Like, what, 31.78 after tax, ladies and gentlemen. $3 early access. And what it is, if you haven't heard of Dreams, is from the people that made Little Big Plan. I'm sure you know what Dreams is. I don't want to condescend to you listening. I'm sure you understand. But hey, it's like a big... It's not like a level... If if there were really interesting level creators in previous Media Molecule games, Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet 2, Little Big Planet 3, uh, 
this is a game creator. It's I've heard a lot of people call it just like the most consumer game engine of all time. Um, and the, somehow people are like building engines within the, the Dreams engine. I know because a few of the things I saw, it's like this is running in the bubble bath engine and things like that. Um, so I picked up and immediately I did not surf Dreams. All the stuff from the beta is on there. That's not the first thing I did. I wanted to. Um, it's like, watch a tutorial, and then you can... You have to watch this tutorial to make things. And then they're like, they're like, here's all the other tutorials. Uh, and it was like a day's worth of tutorials for me, Cartier. I was... I take like... Because I take like breaks to let it sink in. Walk away for a second. If I was a man that still smoked cigarettes, I would have gone and smoked that cigarette. <laughs> Come back. But it was a lot of tutorials, my friend. I like to think... I like to think I took most of it in... Um, even though, like, shading and tinting large masses of things seemed to be something I caught on to and wasn't necessarily, like, a, like a stop in the road of creating the stuff. Painting, literally just, like, painting. When they had me paint a flower, I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, I wonder if it's way easier with the Move controllers, the PlayStation VR Move controllers, because eventually Dream's going to be in VR, and that's going to be crazy. And is, it, like, is it not available yet? Uh, early access, you don't have the VR yet, and you don't have... Eventually, I think it's going to be like, you could be at your house and I'm at my house, and we can surf dreams together. Huh. So I've done some co-op surfing, where it's like, when two-player games come out, we just do it, you know what I mean? Um, it'd be interesting interesting to see more co-op games come up, because from my first... I'm going to get to it, but from my first like um, impressions from surfing... I think it really shines with some of the two-player stuff, and there's, like, so much depth to, like... Even if we're not making huge games, like, how great a party game Dreams would be just because of all the co-op stuff and, like, a lot of those party games, like Mario Party and, like... Some things are, like, reminiscent of smaller games and, like, yeah. Pokemon Stadium minigames. Um, WarioWare, things of the like. When I was creating the, the real... Yeah, the real stops in the road for me... Because some things I've seen, I'm very jealous. Some people are like, oh, well, I am a game dev, and I've used Unity before, so a lot of this was, like, inherent and really easy to pick up on. I did not. I've done level editors, so maybe some of, like, the placing of platforms and basic game design, very basic game design, was, like, good with the tutorials. Not a terrible thing. Uh, and then when I got to, like, the music, it was exactly set up, like, video editing style music would be, uh, like, way more realistic than, um, like, something like Core Gadget, which is sweet. Core Gadget's, like, on everything. It's on the Switch, even. Uh, it's on, like, iPads and shit. But no, it was more, like, timeline than anything I've seen, so that's really sweet. Like I told you earlier before this podcast, in that case, the only hurdle to get over is knowing how to make music, which is not not a strength of mine, but at least the timeline's set up in an easy way. And the same thing with, there's logic things, where it's like, this microchip is attached to this person, and it's like, things like, if this creature it is a creature can it move can it do can it jump can it double jump what's the gravity here like what is the height of each of those jumps and uh what's its health what hurts it um like and not just with characters like this is detects this and triggers this and it's like and how you can record doing the animations is really cool like something as simple as moving platforms like there's a way to set up like perfectly moving platforms but also you can just be like Platform, 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 like, <laughs> like ridiculous paths of platforms <laughs> for the record, which is super enticing. Um, but the other, what was the other fork in the road? Oh yeah, when I got to making an actual character at the end, 
not the logic parts of it. Logic parts are super intriguing to me, and I feel like are clicking. Like the trouble I had with both the character and the painting, I wonder if some people are having that with the logic. I'm hoping because it seems complicated, but like done in a user-friendly enough way that like I picked up on it, and it was like just inputs and outputs to things and like timings and triggers. But making the character at the end was rough, Cartier, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it's just because I didn't love the painting. I don't know, I gotta get better at that for sure. I gotta get good at painting. It's also the you know my first day of playing Dreams, so we'll see how things go. Yeah. But a lot of really exciting things. I do have a few ideas. The ideas I had before I hopped into Dreams, and the ideas I have after seeing the tutorials and after seeing what some other people are doing, which... Uh, kind of helped me develop an idea that's like isn't any of the things I saw maybe <laughs> like but certain elements certain people like making actual like trying to make simple RPGs where you there's a side quest with an NPC in a village and it's like ho it's crazy before I go into actual weird dreams it's crazy um and wrapping this up it's crazy what I think dreams is gonna be like in six months let alone a year like whoa uh you, it seems like you literally can do anything in it, and we can get into it right now. Like, surfing immediately, in, for me in the beginning, auto surfing took me to the most popular thing, so I did play the PT demo, the Silent Hill demo. And I honestly, I can't tell if it's not finished. I didn't search it, because I wanted to surf other things. But I played a lot of it. I played many runs of PT. And I know it's like, you have to look at this, look at this. I honestly don't think I, I just couldn't remember what weird thing you had to do at what weird time in PT to like, get in the bathroom door. <laughs> Because I remember doing that previously, even though I had to watch Artem beat all of PT. But it's like, looking at this, like I think it is complete, that PT demo. It looks very good. The recording, the recordings on the radio are really good. Only things like that aren't perfect is... I feel like there's an X on a picture frame way earlier. Like, the pictures don't change. Like, I think the pictures change. and um, But the feel does change, and there is that fucking bloody shit hanging from the chain. Like, things are there. The PT demo, I suggest you want to play it. It's very interesting. Um, like, the fourth time I surfed, I also came across, if we're talking about things that made devices more expensive with them on it, like PT, the Silent Hill demo, Flappy Bird. I did find the Flappy <laughs> Bird eventually. In there. Those things are important. But, so, it takes you to PT, the most popular one, and then the second one is that company that's making the first-person shooter in there. And it's called Prometheus, and yeah, man, it's going to be, like... I came across a really different short tech demo where it's like you're in a super realistic, super detailed, like raining London street and you have a, like a, the best looking gun I've seen in dreams so far. Really crazy looking gun, like hyper realistic gun. And it's like hold square to look at the gun and you look at the gun and you can walk down the street, which is raining. And it's super impressive. That's where the tech demo ends. <laughs> uh, Prometheus doesn't look that good, but it looks like it's a very uh, early functioning first-person shooter and there was a boss there's a whole level it was it was good that's what a lot of dreams is right now there are some fully realized things sometimes i'll come across a creator and i can't believe how much they've gotten done um but a lot of it's like this is gonna be a thing later this is gonna be a thing later if i could tell you to look up any weird things uh there's one creator i'm really enjoying so far but before that there's something called grape escape a 3d platformer where you are grapes and it starts with you, like, hopping out of a bowl and hopping out a window. <laughs> and you end up in a spaceship, and I don't want to give too much away, but Grape Escape, look it up. Uh, if you have dreams, early access. Otherwise, the cool thing about not hopping in now, by the way, Cartier, even though it's $30, and, like, it gives, like, I have, it gives you time to create and everything. It gives you, like, the jump. It helps Media Molecule. 
what's cool is that whenever it does launch, there's going to be so much user content already. And, it, like, the, some of the systems that weren't in the beta are already there. Not just, like, liking things, but, like, following creators. Like, something that's, like, integral to something like Mario Maker, but, like, wasn't in the beta yet. And that you can search more freely through some of these dreams. Like, you can go to most recent if you don't want to just, like, see the ones that have thousands of likes from, you know, being in, I think it was a two-month beta or one-month beta. So crazy, Cartier. Um, so what have you been, um, you've been, uh, you've been, you've been working on something. You've been working on a, a dream journal, so to, so to speak. Oh, the video, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, part of me surfing through, I'm like, it's cool, because there's no NDA now, you can just post whatever. It's cool to be, like, to me to, like, put, like, three or four weird experiences. Because some of these are, like, really short. And I don't want to, like, spoil anything that has anything to really, like, experience and spoil. Yeah. But, uh, like, I didn't show the end of the Sonic one in the first episode of this. But, no, I want to do a little, like, I don't know, 10 to 15 minute, maybe shorter. One of them is just going to be the Prometheus demo. I think it deserves its own time. Just showing one run through. I have D'Angelo just with a pistol. Uh, they give you a bunch of guns. <laughs> he just with a pistol runs through the first level, first boss, gets to the portal. Um... Which I think it's fine showing all that because it's a demo. You know, it's a, it's a finished demo they have. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's going to be weird combinations. The first one is like, I wanted to get all the, like, the Cupheads and the Marios and the Sonics out of the way. I wanted to then link in that forest from... Um... Kokiri? Yeah, but that's uh, Majora's Man? No, it's the other no, one. No, that's uh, Ocarina. Yeah, Ocarina. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the few of those two N64 ones I know one big It's crazy. It even had like the music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think the Mario music was real good, too. The only weakness to... You've seen World 1-1 of the NES Mario remade a million times, right, too, without mm-hmm. a doubt, in our lives. Like, yeah. so many different versions that, like... In fact, going back to the NES one is even weird for me. Like, I accept them all. I accept that one is the most common, but, like, because I grew up with Mario All-Stars, like, that 1-1 is, like, more classic to me. But it's, like, classic NES graphics... Um, and literally the only thing I can take away from that, D'Angelo didn't go down the tube, but I think you can go down the tube. Um, the only thing I can take away from that really is, like, and I thought about this, the way animations work, like, it's going to be hard, it's going to take a lot of work, but there's going to be some things like that block where it's, you're never going to be able to get, like, you're gonna be able, you can hit it with, like, a wiggle before, like, it turns from one picture to another and essentially recreate it, but something's always going to be a little bit off about you hitting those blocks. Maybe that's just because, like, all those tutorials now, I'm like, I know, like, w- there's some things where I'm like, oh, I don't know if you, you can even do this. Yeah. Or like, oh, I know you could only do this, but this way. Uh, there are not many drawbacks to it. And I honestly, admittedly, don't have a full understanding of it yet. But, yeah, something about hitting blocks. It's, like, r- really good enough. It's, like, the picture was the old, the new picture. It was, like, where the, before you hit the block, and then it's the new one. But other than that, it's, like, a very static block, and it's, like, doesn't move. And it's, like, other than that, and the flag at the end... <laughs> That one one's like pretty perfect recreation. Yeah. I know you were impressed by the grass in the Sonic one. The checkerboard grass was so good. Ah oh, man. It looked like an up-res version of like Sonic Spinball or like Sonic 3D, whatever. So you check all these things out in the Dream Journals, but yeah. that's one of the things I want to talk about blowing my mind. Of all the things in the creator I talked about, think about having one block, like one big cube of the Sonic turf, and it's, like, ground, but, like, the top of it is just, like, that checkerboard green, and it's perfect. One perfect block. And then taking that 
and like painting a 3D mass into a like a, a 3D space that is just meant for you to put things in, just create. It's open, and it's that infinite. I actually don't know. I'm about to test the limits of length at least for it, but like. That was so crazy to me. I didn't have something like the beautiful Sonic block, which I thought about once I saw that thing. I'm like, oh, it would have been so cool to make this level, you know? Just like, and the poles were really well done, too. Mm -hmm. There's a portal in there. It looked good. Uh, but I just had like a, pretty much a circular, or a cube of clay, and then just painting with that cube. It just blew my mind, Cartier. And like the fact that you could do that, but it could be like grass, and that's lots exciting to me, like, painting with grass, but it's still crazy. But, like, just, like, the 3D mass and, like, how you form, like, kind of, like, terraform these worlds is pretty interesting. Real impressive is that um, in this next episode, that's good, probably going to be out around the same time this podcast is up, is the Curiosity, the Mars rover one. Like, the, yeah, just, like, seeing Mars, seeing all, like, the rock structures. I'm like, oh, man, that was so much work, and that was also probably so much fun. Mm-hmm. This week in gaming. So I have one I have oh, one wait. more question for you. Good. Where can people find if if someone wants to look up and see what Dreams is about, where would you suggest to go? Uh is it to the Litnet Media YouTube to watch? <laughs> the Dreams Journal. First one's called Reimagine, the second plug, one's gonna be called plug, Space. Plug 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 plug. Plug plug those YouTubes. Uh yeah, L I T M I T M E D I A, Litnet Media. I see Dreams Journal. I wonder. I'm sure a lot of other people thought of that, but maybe not. Who knows? Look yeah, it up. Get it. Get up there before someone else does. The first one's definitely. If you type in Dreams Journal, reimagine. You. Uh, I think you're gonna find it. Space, maybe not. Uh. <laughs> also, shout out to the one creator I did find that's making weird like other things. There's a really good Escape the Tomb, like Mummy's Tomb uh, puzzle game that was like. Very well done also, but the best original platforms I've seen, Slurm McKenzie, I believe in Futurama reference, me and Cartier were talking earlier, like S-L-U-R-M McKenzie, uh, made a really sick 3D platformer called Polarity, where you can't even jump, but you're like this little cube that can go between a good-looking cube, <laughs> not just like a fucking cube, like, no, like a piece of like stone that can go between positive and negative and, like, all the platforming is, like, off of other platforms that are the opposites and stuff. And it's super well done. Uh, and it would be it would be the best original platformer I'd played, except they made another one called Shifting Islands, where you play as, essentially, think about how the California Raisins had arms and legs, but then do a basic uh, circle with a face. And it's, like, you collect coins, and those coins at certain checkpoints, it's, like, at first I'm, like, what is this? And there's all these hats to buy. And then the hat's on you. I picked the top hat. <laughs> and there was, like, the next checkpoint had glasses and, like, customized, or, like, and, like, a potion that decided your coloring. And, like, what a simple, good idea. And that's not even what's brilliant about Shifting Islands. I was just something enjoyable about it. They take your picture at the very end. So it's, like, different run-throughs, different times, different pictures. Such a good idea. What was brilliant about Shifting Islands is it was a platformer that was made up of, there was actual land, it was actually an island, and then there were these moving and static platforms that were either orange or blue and you could double jump and pretty much when you start the game basically the blue ones you see the outline of kind of like a platform that's not there obviously in other video games like the red blocks blue blocks and like Mario exactly and uh, and the orange ones like are whole they're solid they actually exist but when you when you jump you actually have to jump with just a single jump you just jump to uh, 
the one that doesn't exist yet, because every time you jump on the entire island, on this whole level, the orange ones disappear and the blue ones appear, and the blue ones disappear and the orange ones uh, appear. And if you're double jumping, that's like the first jump, it, it does one, and then it goes back to the other. Uh, such a simple idea when you take this and put it... Such a good game design idea. <laughs> when you put this in, like, a lot of classic scenarios with classic hazards and, like... Yeah, I think it was honestly the best original platform I've played. The polarity one is higher rated, and I do understand it's also super clever. It's hard to... The same person made both of these. Um, and before we get the fuck away from dreams, I'm sorry, Cartier. It's interesting seeing people on there just doing stuff like making music, because, like, the Slurm McKenzie guy, who's French, French creator, uh, is, like, the first few were his music, and then, like, you see him pick up this guy called J plus B, because everyone can use all these assets and music once you create it, and you can make it remixable or not remixable. Um, but yeah, it's cool, like, seeing, like, such perfect music. I think they're actually working together at this point. It's not even just, like... Because you could just use these assets, or you could reach out to this person and be like, I like what you do. Like, I have this idea. In Dreams, I'm doing this. Sick. This Week in Gaming. That's so sick. Yeah. The idea that people just, like, I'm the music <clears throat> guy. Like, I'm the guy that makes the Pokeball on the Keyblade, because item sculpting is my shit. I'm like... Oh. You should make a, you should make a dream that's just, like, AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> A lot of good ideas. I don't want to say your other idea, Cartier, out loud. Yeah, no, we're not say that, don't say Because it's too good an idea. Yeah, no, it's great. Speaking of gaming, are you ready for the return of maybe the most popular segment to Kyle? Is it factual news? Uh, well, obviously, once we get done with this week in gaming, we're, we're into the grand segment known as... Oh, we never asked... Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Go, back, go back to this week in gaming for a second. Bring those beeps back. Kyle, what'd you play this week in gaming? Oh, I forgot Kyle was here. Kyle, what did you play? Is this thing on? Well, I bought rigs. Uh, uh, I bought rigs forever. This week in gaming. Mike B. Mike B is from Riggs. Actual news. That's a good wavelength for that. In actual news this week, we are talking about actual news, for the most part. Otherwise, I'd be a liar. But we're also, it's the return, since Kyle's not here, of Rapid Fire. Uh... Cartier, I, in a personal conversation, one-on-one, -on -one, I trust you with rapid fire, and we got a lot to get through. I think we can make this classy and fast. There's really not that much to talk about. And at this point, it was almost a week ago. We're recording this on Friday, but this goes up Sunday. Uh, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. Happy Easter, Everett. No. Tomorrow's 420. Uh, so, so it goes up on Sunday, and this news has been out a while, so... If you're done discussing any of the six consoles I would like to discuss today. Six con... Six consoles. You can rapid fire through any of them, Cartier. Um, I've got one thing to say. Is it rapid fire? And it is... Rapid fire. Rapid fire. So obviously the biggest news, might as well start with it. I was going to fuck around with the order, but let's let's get through it. Exclusive interview with fucking Wired.com. Dangerous point at the beginning, because sometimes you obviously you rapid-fire the first one just for comedy. Yeah. So when it's the most important one, I have to like pretend to bring it back at the end. 
uh, an exclusive <laughs> Kyle, an exclusive interview with Wired.com. Chief Architect of the Next Generation of Council for Sony, Mark Cerny, had an interview, and I'm going to give you the highlights of it. Picture a man from Wired.com or a woman. I don't know who interviewed. I don't have the name. Damn. That'd be good to have the Wired.com fucking author. Damn. <laughs> Sitting in a room with Mark Cerny, high up at, C- at Sony, with was described as an early low-speed version of the Next Generation of Sony Council not calling it PS5 yet, in a concealed silver tower. Classic. Uh, this is what Mark Cerny said. This is the quick and dirty highlights just from the Wired.com interview. Uh, and you might tune out after this first one because it's the most important, maybe. Backwards compatible with the PS4 and will support current VR headset. Anyone worried that the PSVR 2, which I still think is happening, I don't think we ever even talked about it, but... I feel like a second headset's coming, but it well, makes I know sense to I not. know a different version is out technically, for sure. Because there's the one version where it's you can do the VR shit, and then there's the one that Kyle got where you can like see the stuff on the TV. Yes, that's like the up, yeah, 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 the enhanced first one. Yeah, people are thinking like it's uh, the, the sw- name the Switch Two, the name PSVR Two, like thing, like branded different. Like this is the new, and who knows, who knows, uh, but it will be backwards compatible, which is sweet because next gen will also use physical media. So that is important, especially with, I mean, things that we don't know that are coming, like, could they come before PS5's out? Yeah. It's a big interview card here, but one thing we definitely got was not out in 2019. So we don't have that kind of information for something like, I don't know. Death Stranding seems like the most obvious, because I don't have faith in Final Fantasy VII. But, like, Horizon 2 seems like a definite PS5, right? Yeah. But of things that are lingering, the, the next God of War, probably a definite... Anything sequeled like that, but Death Stranding is a question mark, because, I don't know, both, the, maybe? The, the next Elder Scrolls? The next, oh, no. Skate, skate 4? <laughs> they didn't confirm the 2020 release, for the record, which I just want to point out. Everyone's like, gotta be 2020 now. And they're, like, right, sure, but, like, they didn't say it. I'm just throwing it out there. They said not 2019. Um, things that are over my head, but I'm going to mention. Upgraded GPU and CPU... Things as well as a solid state drive, which a lot of people, that's blowing their mind. Um, some of these components not released to the public yet, because we're talking about next year. Some chips haven't even been, like, revealed. Oh, it was the Ryzen one. I don't know, shit's, or the AMD one. Shit's over my head. AMD is who their hardware partner is, for sure, though, in the past. Yeah. The example they showed, maybe you can put it, you know, there's two sides to this, but I want to talk about the example they showed was um, on this concealed silver console... The Spider-Man test, they pulled up Spider-Man. They're like, hey, Spider-Man. In uh, the fast travel, and they timed it, it was 15 seconds. On the PS4 Pro, I'm sorry, they had a PS4 Pro and the silver one. And then they did on the silver one, and the same fast travel took 0.8 seconds. They're huh. like, no loading times. I know, that is mind-blowing. They I, said that was a slowdown version too of it, right? Exactly. With some things, like, they probably don't have the full-finished... I think a lot of these things are, like, cut gonna be like the next generation of these chips but like sony's worked with them to like make them even customized versions of these chips specifically just for them which is interesting that makes sense Mm -hmm. they they had like their engineers like do stuff like that wasn't necessarily a focus in the beginning of the ps4 maybe like once they're working on the pro stuff and other stuff that's over my head uh maybe it was more obvious they're working towards something like this 
8K support is a thing. They're saying 3D audio, which is exactly what it sounds like. Like using anyone's speakers on anyone's TV, having the idea of surround sound be possible via this technology they're working on. That's uh, weird. Yeah, and I remember hearing other people pick up when they picked up an audio company like last year. And I was just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I did do that, didn't yeah, yeah. I? It's weird. Uh, Sneaky bastards. Of all these things, of all these things, I gotta double back to two of them specifically. You say that and it makes me want to say the R word. Nice. <laughs> the Spider-Man fi- 15 to 0. 0.8 seconds is like interesting, but also like a game made by Sony for the PS4. Like It's safe to say that it should do, but it's also like last generation's thing. These next ones will be made for the PS5, but will they still have like no load times in general? One second load times, will they have that in mind still? No load times in dreams? Throwing my hands up, <laughs> yeah. Dreams does crazy things with the load times for sure. And then last words, lastly, is like the backwards compatibility for the, with the PS4 is without a doubt biggest for me. That's why this, I mean, a lot of things matter here, but that one super matters because I'm like, people are like, it would have needed it. As, as someone who just bought a PS4, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Because you're someone who recently bought a PS4 Pro. Exactly, yes. <laughs> it's like, it, it needed it. When people were saying it needed online, I'm like, I only agree with you because, for me, it literally needs it for me to buy. <laughs> like, yeah. I probably just won't without it. Especially with, like, interesting things other companies are doing with other things. Think about Red Dead on the PS5. Oh, yeah. I thought about it. That's the first thing I thought about earlier, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, Cartier, don't worry. There's always time to rapid fire. Because Digital Foundry got their hands on what they supposedly <laughs> said from the interview, from the things they said were coming, and what they know of things. They can't give you specific numbers because some of these chips and things... There's like two things they mentioned that are not even known to, to like consumers yet, officially. Haven't been released. Definitely their details haven't been released and Sony didn't give numbers about the speed it was running at. Probably because it's like, like I said, an early low speed one. And it's like, if it's a year away, it's it's going to be different a year from now for sure. It makes yeah. sense. This is them just like showing like where they're at and like what mm. what they're thinking it's going to do before they actually have like the shit to yeah. make the Millennium fucking puzzle. <laughs> the hot take from Digital Foundry is... Yeah, Rapid fire. They're worried about the price. <laughs> chips, these chips are expensive on the same day to the second console we're talking about on the same day Xbox says we will see you June 9th baby 4pm E3 will actually be there good to see you. so the second console yes they announced that the second console is the next generation Xbox what it is uh, I'm throwing my arms up again Cartier who knows it'll be interesting to see Especially because of, of the PS5 things, yeah, backwards compatible, but physical media. I saw that as the headline for a lot of things. Like, it's interesting. What will the next Xbox be? I don't really know. Uh, I just want to throw it out there in case you had a hot take about something you're like, this? Well, no, see, people. that that concerns me, but I don't want to say why it concerns me, because I think it might be one of the console things that you're talking about. The next up. one? Possibly. We can go right to the next one. This is the third console I would like to discuss. Xbox officially unveils the disklet, the diskless, the diskless Xbox One S, uh, which is the same components, runs the same way as the current One S, but has no disk drive, 
is only 200 euros, 250 United States dollars. So of the leak we got, it was awful though. It was like 199 for mm-hmm. both. Yeah. 250 in the United. I'm just throwing it out there. It's like when the two times throt.com came up in the last 365 days. Remember See, throt. So like, <laughs> so like that's one of the that's I guess I can tell you now. Um, it concerns me because they just announced that they're having the dickless um, Xbox One S. Did you? And um, they're having that come out like soon, and then they're gonna announce the new Xbox. And I'm just one. I'm wondering what they're May. like, like what their what their edges, what their not what their edge, but like what their game plan is. Mm-hmm. You know. So, remember the rumors of the one that's pure streaming. That's like them giving it to us this generation. It feels like right. The idea of one not having to describe being mostly for streaming. You can still buy digital games, so it's a little yeah. bit different. Because the other one's supposed to be like next generation and cheaper than this even. Well, because like if it That's was like if it was like two hundred dollars, like if it was like two hundred dollars, Xbox One S, no disc drive. I would probably buy one, just so I can play Apex. So what about hundred? I'm throwing this at you, Cartier. Hundred seventy-five dollars. Next generation Xbox. Uh, has no disc drive. Also, you don't. Even if you can digitally buy these games, you do not like have them. Uh, hard disk anywhere on that like console. It's pure streaming every piece of it, even the ones you own. One seventy-five. Mm. Yeah, it's hard, right? This is what they're gonna do, I think. Yeah, that's weird. One seventy nine ninety nine. I don't know, but I think that's just going off the rumor. What are they gonna do when the internet fails? It's just a trend. It's the, the internet for sure. Didn't humanity will fall. Uh, it's coming with Forza Horizon Three. This this one does without a doubt have storage. By the way, that was yeah. just like the future streaming one, and it, that's why one of the reasons it would in theory be from what I just bullshitted seventy dollars cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes with preloaded Forza Horizon 3, <clears throat> Sea of Thieves, and of course, the classic known as Minecraft. Three hot properties. Uh, and when you buy this Game Pass, the, the $1 US Game Pass thing for three months, uh, which isn't active right now, but it comes with it when you buy it. It's like, hey, have Game Pass for $3 for three months, which is, you know, foolish to say no to. <laughs> yeah. that's, you, pretty, that's pretty sweet. Classic. That's the third boy. I will personally rapid fire past it because I don't. I know I don't got anything else to say on it. Okay. Uh, number four is a real quick one. Remember the PS One Classic? Yeah. Classic. Um. It feels like not a lot of people cared, Cartier. <clears throat> well. <laughs> is that really when, this, this part of this? When yes. when the week, uh, the week that that console came <coughs> out. And they dropped it from a hundred dollars to like whatever they they dropped it down like I think like three percent or whatever. Yeah, like the price, like the first week it came out, just because like it wasn't doing well. So it says a lot for a bad emulator. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not here to trash the PS One, even though it's kind of the segment right now. Yeah. PS One Classic, but uh, when it's like held to the the critical bar of like cricks going at it. And it's like, when the emulation doesn't equal to the last two amazing efforts from Nintendo, 
like the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. When you clearly don't hit that, and you're more compared to like this, the outsourced Chinese Sega one, which had way more games, or the current Brazilian like Sega I, one. I have I have one with sixty games on it. You and Kurt, you you and Cartier. I think you and Kyle have yeah one from like there's a few generations of different companies making that from yeah. outsourcing that IP. Uh, Those are the one we got at Bed Bath and Beyond. They're forgotten minis. Yeah. I like to call them. Uh, you can find them at garage sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find regular seconds at garage sales, and I appreciate that. You, oh. you can find one on my bedroom floor. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. It's sad. It's sad the PS1 classic went like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I would love me a good, any, like, huge bundle of, like, PS2, like, in a legal way. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS2 gems. They say it's undoable. But that's why, that's all to preface. I'm just bringing it up to bullshit. Yeah. There's two minis coming. And the first one I have to bring up is Sega taking a real goddamn shot at it. Not shitting on the Chinese outsourced ones. We've all owned them. We've all played them and loved them. But uh, of all, the, there's always something off about the emulation. It's not as, not that the SNES and the NES emulation is perfect. It's just very true, very well done. Compared to a million different things you may have seen uh, officially or unofficially, like, emulated. The second one, I forget who's doing it. I was going to look that up, and then I didn't have internet right before this. Uh, (laughs) But the company that's doing this for Sega has, like, a history of doing this. Enough that people think this is going to be done right. I remember specifically with one Kyle has, which might be the same one you have. I don't know. That's the same one. Uh, the most notable thing is maybe you could say, like, the shading is off a little bit for the Sonic. This is me just judging pure Sonic. Like, what I could, like, really tell. Yeah. Something that's ingrained in my brain. But the biggest thing is the music is this much off. I'm holding my finger. It's not that far from each other. Yeah. The music's this much off, and it gets to me. Mm-hmm. No, it's I know. It's a little weird, right? That's why I don't play it. Uh, <laughs> that and the controller. The controller's like an old, like, remote control. You have to, like, line it up. When I borrowed... The one from, yes, without a doubt, those wireless controllers are rough. When I borrowed it from Kyle, one thing I did love about um, it had the, it had the, the Sega port. thing, it had the real port. I plugged the real thing in. It worked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. So it's really just the music that was a problem for me. But Sega's going super fucking hard. I picked up a piece of paper. Cartoon notes it's real. Yeah. Uh, they had already revealed this, but then they revealed some more games. And I didn't talk about it the first time, so I really want to talk about it this time. Even though we had PS5 and Xbox... 17 Scarlets to talk about. No, 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 no! <laughs> it's going to be out. 40 games. 16-bit boys. Out September 19th. This is the current list. I'm going to hit the important ones, too, first. Earthworm Jim. Sonic the Hedgehog. Echo the Dolphin. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. is one of the new ones. Streets of Rage 2. Contra. Hardcore. World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Toe Jam and Earl. Altered Beast. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Castlevania Bloodlines. Shining Force. Super Fantasy Zone. Gunstar Heroes. Did I mention Comic Zone? Nope. Landstalker. Shinobi 3. 80 bucks. Two controllers. That's not bad for 80 bucks. Two controllers, too. Because, uh, what was the SNES? Was it 99? Mm, yeah, like, a second. I think it was, like, 75. Oh, yeah, maybe they went, like... It might have... No, uh, yeah, because that one was... 60 to, like, 80 or 90, I thought. Like, from NES to SNES, I mean. Because that first one's, like, 69, 99 at most. I don't know. I don't know either! Uh, this looks strong, though. I gotta say. Uh, first two Sonics. Probably more Sonics to come. 
the Mega Drive Mini is what it's called. I didn't say that. They're probably going to have all those ones. They're probably going to have one, two, three, Good. Knuckles, and then yeah. like... Because I know um, on the like off-brand one, like yeah, it's got a lot of those ones on there, but at the same time, like... Yeah. It's, it's already there. True. Streets of Rage 2 is sick. I like that you let off with Earthworm Jim. I did. I went strong. It, it was an ode for Kyle. And I went to Earthworm Jim. Yeah, sure. So good. Rapid fire. The final console to talk about today. Did I say six? It is six. Capcom's like, we got an arcade stick. Huh. Uh, this one is the most expensive mini that's hit the minis. And yes, be like, Dan... Those fighting game pads, those arcade, like especially the two-player ones, those are expensive themselves. Always three digits. The Capcom, I don't think there's a name for it yet, but the mini console for Capcom is going to be 200 euros. I can only assume it's going to be $200 for us. But it has some fucking gems. Games people didn't think, talk about like fucking bullshit PT demo and Flappy on Dreams. Spitting on Dreams for a second. Because the Alien vs. Predator, uh... Where your two predators killing the xenomorphs, side scrolling beat them up. The Streets of Rage 2 of arcade cabinets of Alien vs. Predator, which is like, you would have had to have emulated it if you played it and you were alive right now, that's not true. But like, some, maybe, our, someone's fucking father has played this game. If you can find a real arcade cabinet of this, good luck. It's gonna be on this, and that's like such a seller for me. I'm gonna, for people that care, I'm gonna. Say some of the other good ones. Mm. Armored Warriors, which was in the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. It's a weird robot one from like those six. Uh, Final Fight, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting, Mega Man the Power Battle, Super Puzzle Fighter Two. I'm glad you let me get to that. Captain Commando, so on and so forth. Cyberbots, Full Metal Madness, Dark Stalkers, The Night Warriors. There was a Metal Gear Solid, but it wasn't looking like Metal Gear Solid. But there's a stealth demo in Dreams called. Full gears are made of metal, something like that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was pretty much like, but exclamation point went up with that noise. I'll say that. <laughs> there's like, there's like that one. I think it's a Melgar Peace Walker where like there's a there's a hidden Easter egg and you open up the safe, and you open it up and there's just like an actual metal Metal Gear inside the safe. It's a metal, me, metal Gear. <laughs> yes. We're doing so good for Time Cartier that I gotta finish off by saying that that stick is two players and $200 and CPS 1, CPS 2. And that is the conclusion of the console wars. It's not wars, Cartier. It's just fucking companies putting out things that they want us to buy. But what it really is is the end of... Actual news. So we don't have a closure this week. Beep. <laughs> we have a closure this week, but I did. I do have a special message. Is it fuck Kyle? I have a special message in I, my pocket. Because I, I hear... Oh my god. I hear he told me to fuck off the one time I wasn't there. Really? <laughs> I was afraid he threw too much shade at Apex when I listened back. I'm like, did we talk shit about Apex? No, like, no, we were just very sure he played it. Uh, so this is embarrassing for sure, Cartier. I actually totally have something I wrote down, and it's not in my pocket right now, which is awkward. But instead, I did find a single Pokemon card. <gasps> which brings us to the most popular segment. Secret and Poker Challenge. Cartier, welcome to the Unexpected Poker Challenge. Nice. Uh, it's always glad to be here. It's always, it's, always, it's always a pleasure. Regis? What I hold in my hand is a single Pokemon trading card game card. 
Cartier can only see the beautiful logo that is, remains unchanged for the better part of two decades. For the most part. It says Pokemon, with the hyphen over the E, which I always remember which way it's supposed to go, that hyphen. Yeah. I can never... I always forget. It's right there. Nicholas Cartier. Using only yes or no questions. Um, I need you to figure out what Pokemon card is in my hand. There will eventually be, I'm sure, imaginary limits I throw in, but right now, the only thing, the only right I would like to reserve is one time I can not answer a question. There has to be one question, I want to say at least, but you know, you know the lines. Yeah, no, I don't. You know the lines, but there's got to be one where it's like, it's a perfectly fine question, Dan, why aren't you answering it? Poke a challenge. Nicholas Cartier. Wait, before, before we start, what are the... Are there clues? The base? What would you like the base to be? Yes. Yeah, what are those? Yes, yes. What, what am I at? The base I would like to give you is this. How many clues do I get? Oof. No, I'm, I'll give you one clue, but you have no number of questions at this point, so. Okay. You have time. I would like to say this. It is not basic. So in the grand scheme of Pokemon, I feel like that's pretty decent. <laughs> Is the card blue? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Shot through the heart real early. <clears throat> Is it Vanellux? Hell of a first guess, Cartier. As far as swinging for the fences, no. Damn, I know, th- know, I, know, I know there's one in the house. You know what's in the house. You're working a totally different meta right now. <laughs> it's not unlike you to come to me with... <laughs> I almost doubled down on one I'm sure has been on this podcast before, but it's been a while since we poker challenged you, so it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Not, va- va- not Vanillix. Is blue is basic. God damn. Is not basic? Is not Is not basic. basic. Is it within the first 100 Pokemon? It is. It's the one I should have said no to. Is it seeking? It is not seeking. To catch me on my test. Is it Poliwhirl? It is not Poliwhirl. I like Poliwhirl. I will travel across the land, searching for everyone. Mm-mm. I feel like you're too zeroed in on it. I feel like you're too close. But continue. I just have that feeling right now. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like that's what people don't understand about this this game that me this this wild ride that me and you go on <laughs> when we play this game. Yeah, yeah. It's um fuck that was a, that's a hell of a first like ah that's a hell of a first question like is the card blue yes 
it really breaks it. Yeah, like that, it's, and then like, is it within color. the first hundred? Because like, that's not even the first hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have said no. Those are wild. Get like, um, I don't know. Doom, doom, doom. Cartier. Does it stand on two legs? I will gladly answer that, Cartier. But know this. Before you said that, I was like, pretty sure that you could get it in five. But now I think with this answer, you've got it in three. Okay. I will answer this question if you think you can do it in three. Yeah. Yes, it stands on two legs. Golduck. No, that is one. It's you and me. You teach me. Do questions I ask is... Do, do I'll give you one more question, two more guesses. Okay. Does that make you feel good? Has Ash owned this Pokemon? You teach me. I'll teach you. Yes. Poke challenge, yes. Two guesses remain. Poker Challenge is brought to you by litmitmedia at gmail.com. That's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A <laughs> at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, if you have some Pokemon cards you would like to digitally send us so I can challenge Cartier, make sure you put four tray in the header. That's F-O-R space T-R-E-Y. Handles all the emails, does Trey. Are you sure he's owned it? I've never been more positive about anything in my life. One hundred percent Ash Ketchum ownership, anime canon, Nicholas Cartier. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't fuck with you this close to Easter. I hope you know that. My own question is fucking with me, is what I'm saying. For sure. You're doubting it. You're like, I can't be missing something. But what if you What if you are? Like, what if Dan's wrong? Which is always an interesting part of this poker challenge. What if Dan just doesn't know is always good. I try to pick Pokemon cards I can mostly answer these questions for. It's within the first hundred. Without a doubt. Ash has owned it. It's blue. It's blue. Stands on two sweet legs. Stands on two sweet, sweet, sweet legs. Son of a bitch. You've been biscuited out of worse, Cartier. I know. I would love for you to not get this. I don't have a lot of triumphs in these poker challenges. Officially recorded ones, that is.
one more question can i have one guess you would like to trade in a guess for a question yes ballsy move cartier it's your honor on the line i'll say yes is it part of a starter line i don't think i would that'll be my no i don't think i'll answer that that's not no to the actual question son of a bitch uh but that won't count as your okay. guess or a question though i feel like i i'm very aware luckily it's 150 I'm very aware of what possibilities are left for guesses and how many guesses you have left. And I think that's too deducive, deductive, too dedicated. Is it War Turtle? You read me like a book, Cartier. That would be War Turtle. <laughs> Ash owned a War Turtle, right? No. He has a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Blastoise eventually, does he not? No. Whoa. Am I crazy? Well, dude, no. That's because I was thinking it was one of those two because it's part huh. of. I the way I was originally going to ask my question was, is it part of a line that he's owned? But I felt like that was like too like, you know. Huh. <sighs> Cartier, you got me googling things. I'm like, is this real? Is my life a lie? He doesn't eventually, I, really, I couldn't picture him with a war turtle. I could picture uh, the squirrel squad really clearly in my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, no, he ends up with a Blastoise. This is totally an angsty war turtle. No, face. I know. Um, no, that's Charizard. I know. But... Unless we just got, like, mandela Wait, because, uh, well, his Bulbasaur fully evolves. I was pretty sure Bulbasaur that Bulbasaur doesn't thing. evolve. He never has a... No, the only one of the um, Kanto ones that he gets that evolves is, like, Charizard for the most part. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm going to Google this, but without a doubt, you're closer. The man that knew, he th- read through the lies. Well, because I had a feeling it was either Wartortle or Bulbasaur. Yeah. And I figured if it was part of a starting line, that would leave me with one guess, and then I would just have to choose in between a Wartortle or a Bulbasaur, you know? But Bulbasaur is not blue. It could have been blue. I mean, uh, Wartortle and uh, Blastoids. Oh, okay, okay. Not Bulbasaur. Never. I did it. Cartier, I don't know how you did it, but you did it. Well, this week in gaming, this week in the podcast, was brought to you by Litmit Media. No, thanks for listening to the whole podcast, including any uh, poker challenge with War Turtle. That card is now used to keep Cartier. Nice. Feel free to throw that in the ground. I like him, he's got waterfalls. <laughs> he's getting it done. Illustration done by me. Uh, I found time. <laughs> I, did, I was going to say no without a doubt to the number, and then you asked me a number question, and I fucking answered it. I'm like, I wasn't going to answer any number questions. See, it was, it was the trip you up. I didn't ask if it was in the first generation of the first 150. I asked the first, first 100. First 100, which really cuts it down even harder, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, you can find the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, not SoundCloud. All popular. Overcast is what Devin Green uses. Devin Green on last week talked about Star Wars. He uses Overcast. It's lovely. Uh, Castro.fm. Or you can just go to litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Um, yeah. Check out the Dreams Journals. Check out the best Mohawk. Oh, yeah, real update. We've been unbanned from the Dragon Quest subreddit. And, uh... Victory is ours. They really like it. And honestly, the moderator response, the final one, was very nice. It was like, 
you can definitely repost this and blah 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 and it was unfair I'm like oh it was a sweet moment between me and that moderator I'll remember it forever did you listen to the podcast and was like I did this man wrong yes maybe it's yeah. <laughs> so with that being said your closer um oh I forgot Cartier I was actually not I forgot that I was gonna do originally when I had no closer before the poker challenge idea I was originally going to just do the closer myself. So not to step all over your closer, but if I was closing, what I would say is the thing about Poker Challenges is there's always one That's so fucking secret funny. hidden round. <laughs> during the first one, I was it, checking is my... The, is it from the sock? Rachel? It wasn't from the sock. I was checking my socks during the last Poker Challenge. I'm like, it's not in the sock. One more time, Cartier, to close out this podcast... Uh, do you want to put a number? Do you want to do like a speed round on this? Or do you just want to do... We can, I feel um, like we have time for one more. Yeah, we have time. We have time. What are we going to do? Watch the Broly movie? Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Um, sir, I can tell you one thing. I'm going to give you the reverse clue from last round. When I told you it wasn't basic, I will tell you two things about this Pokemon. Number one, it is not basic. The second thing, two clues for the super hidden, not out of the sock, Poker Challenge, Nicholas Cartier. The second thing is, it is not, even though my favorite Poker Challenges are, it is not in the original 150. It is 151 and up. Basic. That's a hard one. When I think about that, Cartier, if you Poker Challenge me with that, I'd be like, fuck. Basic Pokemon from. Good luck. I reserve the right to say no to one thing. Okay. <laughs> is it is the card a normal type? The thing people don't understand about these poker challenges is yes. <laughs> here. They're like some people are like, why do you even give them clues? Because because it's not that my clues are giving it away. It's like mixed with if the first two questions are effective. Yes, it's a normal basic bully. Uh, it could be anything. It could still be a lot of things, though. <laughs> it could, you know, because like of how the card, because of like how the card game works and everything. Yes, it could be anything. You did ask me specifically about the card. Yeah, for sure. Um, not first gen, normal type card. Oh, is it brown? Partially. I guess the answer is yes. If it's the question is just, is it brown? Yes. Holy, I meant Cartier. Hope that fucks with you. <laughs> completely. Completely brown. Is it centric? It is not. Damn. Hell of a pit. Is it in the same generation as Sundrip? Um, I refuse to answer that question. But I'm not just going to refuse this round. I'm going to follow up that refusal with, in place of that question, without being prompted from you, reading you the potentially helpful, potentially misleading flavor text. Okay. You agree to this? Yeah. It wanders around in a never-ending search for food. At dusk... It collapses from exhaustion and falls asleep 
Do you have a Munchlax in your hand? I do not. Damn! That would have been really good to that flavor text. It is exhausted. One is around for food. It's exhausted. It's basic. It's normal. Sounds like Munchlax. If I thought it was super helpful, a flavor text, I wouldn't have... Uh... No, I know. <laughs> Sacrificed it. I know. That's too good to be true. <clears throat> And now you're distracted from whatever question I didn't even answer. So, that's good. Yeah. I don't even remember it. I was just asking if it was Gen 2. Don't remind me. I was asking if it was Gen 2 in a non-direct way. That you were. But, it is a different question. Is it in Gen 2? True. You've worded it differently. So, I can honestly... It's the same question. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Don't let me. Don't let me do that. It was was a salty way around it. I was fine with it. (laughs) For some reason... (laughs) No, if I find loopholes, then rules change next time. Poker challenge. Bought to you by not the Pokemon company. Dude, they have a poker challenge, and it's like got nothing on our poker challenge. Not Nintendo of America. What is their poker challenge? It's like it seems like an obvious. It's like the creators of it, but their poker challenge is pretty much like they're trying to figure out what Pokemon it is. But like, I'm pretty sure they just have like the Pokemon on their head or like some shit. Like it's like a, it's oh, weird. It's that game. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh. It's similar. It's it's similar, but like our game's better because it came out like five, six, however many years ago we started fucking doing this. There's more like <laughs> there's history with there's it. There's more things that could go wrong here. My knowledge, me refusing to answer questions. Cards are tricky. Sometimes we don't do purely yes or no. Cards are tricky. <laughs> the great card game cards are very deceptive. I'm just saying, like Mime Junior comes up as a basic Pokemon, but like I also have cards that are like Mr. Mime as a basic Pokemon. It's not cards are tricky. It's not Mime Junior. Yeah, I was I gonna think about that earlier. The thing about saying it's basic is meaning, <laughs> yeah, like a few different things are are basic. Really, the babies. Was it Togepi? It is not Togepi. Really, really hanging your hat on that second gen, and I respect it. I was afraid of the question. I don't blame you for reading it like that. But you did say it's brown. Um, is it a Bidoof? Hell of a guess. No, it is not. Hmm. Munchlax. I don't know. Is this He's a, not brown. A sandy colored belly or is that just Snorlax? I think it's like tan. At this point, is like does, ta- does Dan think tan is brown? That's always a thing. <laughs> Judgments of colors. Um, is that a pet rat? Hag of a guess. No, these are good guesses. Does it have a Pokemon power on the card? Pure moves. So, no. Cartier, what I like about the long, drawn-out silences, people might be like, is this intensity or is this not good for podcasting? I'll tell you exactly what it is. I love a good victory against Cartier in the Pope Challenge when he's run out of guesses. But the slow struggle into submission that is really <laughs> you versus yourself is better a better victory. That's the Mind Junior victory. I think. I think we eventually had to put a number on it, but that's yeah. the long, longest one in history. 
I would bring up Mon Jr. I think I've already done that in the podcast. That was on, like, Kyle's mom's kitchen, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> I think it went a few places. I, I remember it. I remember it like it was yesterday. Scarred. Uh, it's a basic. It's... Do you know it's brown? Not in the original 150. Deceptive things about falling asleep. Man, foraging food and falling asleep, I don't blame you. Munchlax makes the most sense. I know. Except, you know, the brown boy, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it Teddy Urso? It is not. Damn. He also looks like he would wander around? Yes. And fall asleep? Yeah. These things are all making sense. Hmm. For the people at home that think they know... I only want to say that one of you is right right now, but the rest of you are wrong. Wait till Cartier guesses that one. <laughs> can I get what the first attack is? Oh, that's not a yes or no question, but can I? No. Okay. I will give you the second one. Okay. This should help. Now I normal ones have this. Takedown. <laughs> Lola Pop. <gasps> no! Damn it! Feud got it off takedown. I've been so sad. Takedown on a basic Pokemon? Everyone, yeah. Everyone at home saying Lola Pop. That's what I meant. <laughs> boo doo, boo doo, doo doo, doo doo. Mm hmm. Have you played the game that this is from? Like this Pokemon is from? Have you played the generation this Pokemon is from? I hate to give you a wrong answer, <coughs> but I can tell you this. Yeah, I think so. Is it a Buffalant? Hell of a fucking... Is that basic? Yeah. Hell of a name. (laughs) 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 No. Hmm. Does it stand on four legs? And he refuses to answer one question. Now that that's out of the way. I refuse to answer anything regarding its legs. So it's a hoo hoot. No. Damn it. That's a hell of a guess. But <laughs> it made sense. Sometimes with no answer, you gotta take an answer. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> no, not a bird. Does it have a tail? Whoa, I'm, I have to honestly say, yes. <laughs> I was like, I hope the picture shows. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. That's a yes. A solid one. Is it a young goose? 
It is indeed a young goose. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the tail gave it away. That's from Sun and Moon? Yeah. Okay, I was very confident it was from Sun and Moon mm-hmm. based off pure number, let alone me knowing it so well. But no, Cartier, you are the Pokemaster. Two for two on this day. I wouldn't have got it with Scout. You didn't want to give you Scout. Didn't want to hit you with Scout. I feel like the flavor text, it goes for so many things, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was very... It's kind of helpful. Like, once you know it's like a mongoose. Oh, your closer, Nicholas Cartier. I just want to say that probably about three minutes after this mic turns off, me and Dan are going to watch Dragon Ball Super Broly. Fuck Kyle. <laughs>